Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a platform for black women who are intentionally getting to where the healing and wholeness resides. I want to go ahead and jump into today's episode by letting you know that today I'm going to be sharing my thoughts and I don't know why that word came out so harsh. Thoughts. (laughs) Sharing my thoughts on uh, what it means for black women to show up for themselves slash ourselves because I too am a black woman. So what does it mean? What does it look like for black women to show up for ourselves? And I'm giving you a few simple ways that I want you to consider when you think about showing up for yourself. Uh, But before I get into today's episode, I have a little bit of house cleaning to do. Uh, The first thing that I want to do is just, I want to welcome you into the spaces. I want to invite you in. I want to invite you to use this time to slow down. Use this time to prioritize yourself. That could be uh, you getting your journal and maybe making some notes. It could be you getting on the couch, I would say, and snuggle up under a blanket. But girl, girl, if it's hot like it is for me, you probably are not going to want to do that unless the AC is on. Um, But maybe it's grabbing uh, some water or some tea or or something and just basically just being intentional about hitting the pause button. If you are in a place where you can do that, black women rarely have the opportunity, you know, um, to press the pause button. So I want you to give yourself permission if you can um, and you're comfortable with doing that to use this time that we are spending together in a way that truly resonates in your spirit or with your spirit, okay? Um, I want to shout out someone who left a podcast review on iTunes. I'm getting it right now because, first of all, I like to just shout you out. But number two, it coincidentally is kind of like about what we're talking about today. So that was interesting um, because I'm when I saw the review, I kind of put two and two together like, hmm, this is kind of, kind of like what we're talking about. And so... This person says, I believe it's P. Brown 34, says, I was feeling like I was losing myself. I was feeling misunderstood. I was feeling like I was losing my mind. I need healing. When I found this podcast, I listened to the first one I saw and I immediately fell in love. I feel like I'm talking to a girlfriend. I also love that she talks about the Lord. Uh, Wednesdays are lit too, so I'm assuming she listens on Wednesdays. I'm guessing... Uh, It definitely is a great midweek check-in and reminder to myself. I love this podcast. Can't wait for more, sis. P. Brown, thank you so very much for uh, taking the time to leave that review for me. I read all the reviews, and I can't tell you, all of you, how much I appreciate you taking the time out of your, your day to Show, show the podcast some love. So thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. And one thing I do want to say, um, she says uh, that she loves to talk about the Lord. I do want to let y'all know in case you, <laughs> you don't know that, yes, I do love the Lord. 
I am a Jesus stan through and through. Uh, but one thing that I do want to make clear is that as I continue coming into my own, uh, I do still cuss on this podcast because I cuss in my everyday or day-to-day dealings, and so um, I just don't want anyone (laughs) to clutch the pearls if a word or two or ten happen to slip out or happen to be said just in my in the natural way that I speak. So in case anyone is new here, I just want to make sure that I point that out. Okay, okay. But real talk, thank you so much for that review. I greatly appreciate it. And if you haven't had a chance or opportunity to leave uh, a, a rating and review on iTunes, if you haven't had a chance to go to Spotify and drop um, a comment after you listen to the episodes that you listen to, I want to encourage you to go ahead and do that. I want to really encourage you to connect with me in that way if you're comfortable doing that. So, just wanted to do that. And then the second thing that I wanted to do before I kind of officially get into the episode is something that I try to do on every episode that I release is share what I personally did in the previous days or weeks for self-care. Like, how was I able to prioritize myself this week or in the last few weeks since the last episode? And there were actually, there is a couple of interesting things that happened in the last few days. I'm going to do my best to talk about the second thing, not today, because obviously we don't have a ton of time. I don't want to make this podcast too long. But the the, the two things that happened, I want to say one is kind of like anti-self-care, but it's really not anti-self-care when you think about it. And that was, um, in a nutshell, me not allowing a man to help me. Um, with some packages when I was leaving the uh, my P.O. box. But um, I really don't have the bandwidth to kind of go into that one right now. So I'm going to, I just, I have it as a note to kind of do an episode around that. But the one thing that I did want to share is that, and I don't know if you guys can hear my neighbor's dog barking as always whenever I hit record, but um, that same neighbor also has children and how I handled self-care uh, in a big way for me is that in the last few days, I was trying to rest in my living room. I was laying on the couch. I had a TV show on. You know when you're in that space where you're super comfortable, um, you're laying on the couch, you're not really sleep, but the TV show that you're watching is kind of just background noise. You don't really have to pay attention to it. And you just allow yourself to just be. And if you happen to fall asleep, which it kind (laughs) of felt like it was going in that direction, it's totally fine. You're in a place of peace and comfort, right? Uh, How often do black women have those moments of just pure, just not even quietude because the TV was going, but just you're, you're just relaxed. You're relaxed. You're comfortable. You're feeling good. And if you happen to want to go to sleep, then you, there's no problem with that, right? Um, but the thing that was interesting was those same neighbors, they have kids, and their ch- their children actually kept coming over to my area, specifically, and taking their skateboards, banging it against my wall. I think they hit my window like a couple of times, and, you know, yelling and just kind of like doing what kids do as they rode their skateboards and stuff. And so it went on for actually several minutes, probably a good 
20, 30 minutes, I would guess, just just randomly them hitting my, my wall um, with their skateboard as they slid down. So I have like a little slope here on my side, unfortunately, that makes it very appealing uh, for them to do their thing instead of just staying on their own side, on their own property, right? And so I had a decision to make and it's like, do I honor myself and say something or do I just not make waves? And I knew I had to say something because I felt this extreme irritation, like boiling up. I, I mean, like I said, this was the perfect time for me to like, I, I didn't, my, my daughter was at work. I had the house to myself. I'm comfortable on the couch. I got the TV going, but I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm in between awake and sleep. And just to hear this random sound every, however often it happened, it got to me, y'all. It, it really it annoyed me. And so I made the decision to say something versus stewing in my own juices, if you will, because that's something that I would normally do. Hold my tongue, you know, just so that I'm not making waves. Hold my tongue so that everybody else can continue living their best life while I'm on the inside. I'm just hella big mad, right? So I stood up for myself, y'all. I actually... um did I have on clothes? I, I might have been so comfortable I had to put some clothes on because I might have just had on like my bra and panties. Like I was like seriously lounging and living my best life or trying to live my best life, my best relaxed, taking some time for myself life, right? So I put on something, open the garage, walk across over there to their where they live. And they don't even live on this property. They, they live on a separate property. And um, ended up, the father ended up coming out and he's like this tall dude. I'm very short. So I started to feel intimidated, like right off the bat, because I have this man approaching me, you know. And so I was thinking, should I just not say anything? Should I just sugarcoat it? Like, I didn't really like in that moment, I was just like, well, what do I do? You know what I mean? And inner Brie was like, say something, sis. <laughs> you already out here. Just just get it over with. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, it's just going to continue. And so I said, you know, I, I just told him what happened. I'm like, this is what your kids are doing. They're coming over here, da da da, da. they're banging, da, da da da. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I will make sure they don't do that. And so, you know, I left, came back, laid on the couch, and it didn't happen anymore. So I'm very glad that I was able to say something, even though in that moment I was unsure, like, what's about to go down and it's a shame that as a woman I should ever feel like my safety might be threatened just because I'm speaking up for myself just because I'm bringing something so simple in a in a normal non-dysfunctional world you know this would be something that's very like oh oh okay like I feel like everyone should be able to communicate in a healthy way but obviously 95% of us don't know how to do that probably 99% if I'm being honest, myself included, we don't know how to do that. And so there was this fear like, okay, now I've got to talk to this man because I was expecting to talk to the, the mom, um, but he's the one that actually came out. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. And bada boom, bada bing, I said what I had to say and went on with my day. So it was a, it was a big deal for me. It was a very big deal for me. Um, so yeah, that's what I did to prioritize myself, prioritize my peace. I 
advocated for myself. I didn't like allow myself to just sweep it under the rug. There was a problem. I addressed it, which is sometimes very hard for me. And um, yeah, was able to come back and relax. So I feel like the more I'm able to do those kinds of things, the better off my life generally is going to be since I'm someone, as I mentioned before, that has more of an avoidant uh, type personality when it comes to certain things. Um, it's definitely something that I'm working on, uh, which is standing up for myself, saying my piece, just just doing those types of things that, again, in a quote unquote normal, non-dysfunctional community or society, we should be able to do those things, right? Um, but as we know, we don't exist in a society like that. Um, we exist in a society that thrives on dysfunction and dysfunctional patterns and, and different things. And, and then add that to just historically, you know, just the experience that a lot of black people have had. So it's just a lot of things going on. So if, I guess my point is if you feel like the things that you need to feel whole are like these quote unquote easy things and you should be able to do these things simply and all that. I, I want you to take some of the pressure off because you have to remember again, be realistic about just historically the things that we've all we've experienced as a people. Right. And, and the layers of trauma on top of that and just all those things. So even though it sounds like it should be, I'm doing air quotes, should be simple. It's not always simple. It's it, it's just not. It's not always simple. So um, to wrap that up, that is what I did personally in the last few days for self-care. Y'all, I don't know if that dog barking is going to pick up. I If it does, I apologize. I apologize. There's really nothing that I can do. And I can't close my window because it's it's hot um, I can't run the AC to run to do this while the podcast is going because I don't want that sound picking up on the microphone. I try my best to make the sound as quiet as possible, but something unfortunately is going to suffer. Um, and, it, and, and I guess it's just this dog always barking as soon as I go to record an episode. So in any case, um, that's what that sound is if it picks up. All right. Okay. So. Um, oh, and by the way, something I want to start doing is letting you know more often that I do have a Patreon. If you were interested in, uh, getting little notes or updates from me, um, in a private space and communicating with me in a private space, you can always go to Patreon and join the community. Uh, your support means a lot. That would be, would be patreon.com forward slash brown girl self care. Um, Okay, so I'm going to be giving you, just so you know, in case you do have your journal or you want to go grab it uh, before I give it to you, I'm going to be giving you two out of maybe, I have like six journal prompts that I want um, to give you if you're interested in kind of like journaling through what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to give two of them here and in the newsletter in case you didn't have a chance to write them down. Uh, but you'll be able to find all six of the journal prompts over on Patreon uh, sometime this week, probably by Wednesday. 
um, if you listen to it on the Monday that it drops. So like I said, I'll be giving you two questions and I would love it if you wrote them down and just did some reflecting. Uh, Self-care really has a lot to do with just reflecting and and self-awareness and things like that. So um, things that you can uncover can really help you in your journey and my journey too, obviously, when it comes to like self-care and wholeness and health and uh, just all those things that we deserve, right? All right, so I'll come back to those questions after I get uh, the meat and potatoes out on this episode. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. So I said at the top of the podcast episode that I was going to be talking about what it means to show up for yourself. Have you ever thought about that? Like, what does it mean to show up for yourself? Keep in mind, you have a lot of parts to you, a lot of places where you intersect, right? Your job, your role in life, you're, you're, we're black, obviously. Uh, we're women, obviously. I mean, they're like, there's just a lot of places where you intersect. And so this question can have a plethora of answers. I don't really feel like there's necessarily one only one way to kind of think about this question and what it what does it mean to show up for yourself. So when I give you this, keep in mind my my the things that I talk about come they're expressed from my the traumas that I've experienced, the traumas that I'm actively investigating, exploring, healing from, you know, those kind of things. So as always, you know, think about it from your perspective as well. Okay. So I'll, I'll do my best to answer the question as far as best as I can. Okay. So what does it mean to show up for yourself? Um, a perfect example is like what I told you at the beginning of the episode, as far as like what I did for self care, that was a way that I showed up for myself last week. Again, that's like a perfect example of many. Okay of what you and I are talking about this week. Now, I'm sure that there are, like I said before, many, many ways to answer the question of what it means to show up for yourself. I'll try to answer it. For me, um, I guess in this season, for me, showing up translate to doing things, to doing things like, uh, I guess in a nutshell, that I was conditioned to believe I wasn't worthy of or like, these things weren't for me, like doing things that I was shown or taught or believed for whatever reason, okay, that these things were not for me. I wasn't worthy of it. I wasn't good enough for it. It wasn't meant for me to have. That's what showing up for me means. Um, For me also, it means honestly, just like being present and honoring my humanity the way that I need in that moment. Um, like just being present with the humanity of this version of myself and, and like basically like tending to my garden, quote unquote, my own garden and doing it in anticipation of, I mean, not just the present version of myself, but also kind of like in anticipation of future Brie, um, and future Brie kind of like being able to navigate the world from a, from a place where I'm just more whole, more healed, healthier, thriving more, that kind of thing. So doing those kind of things. Okay. That's what showing up for me means. Um, so like, in other words, going back to what I did for self-care that in that instance was about me using my voice 
in a way that still it isn't quite comfortable. It isn't quite comfortable for me. And I I can't profess to know that it will ever be a hundred percent comfortable for me to use my voice to stand up for myself in that way it might be circumstantial maybe I will maybe I won't you know what I mean ever be a hundred percent okay for using my voice in that way but it's like by doing so it when I did that y'all it was it was proof to me like it was the receipts that I needed at that moment (laughs) if you will it was proof that I like I matter I matter. My rest matters. My mental health matters. Like just overall, I matter. My needs are important. My needs matter. And I have permission just like you do. We have permission from who you say, from yourself. You have permission to express what you need to express. I'm going to say it again. You have permission to express what you feel you need to express, especially when it pertains to like your health, your safety, your peace, your comfort, your joy, your whatever, you know what I mean? Like you, you have, you have permission. So many of us had that permission stripped away to where when we even speak up for ourselves, it's shrouded in guilt and uncertainty and like, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? Am I? It, we turn it around on us. Even though someone else is doing something, it could even be an unintentional, like they're doing something unintentionally or even intentionally. Even when they're doing harm intentionally, we still bring it back and put it back on us. Like, oh my gosh, am I wrong for speaking up? Am I wrong for objecting to how this person did this or how this situation turned out? Like we turn around on us, you know, and, and we get, we feel guilty. We feel like it's not okay to do those things. It's like we've been, our, 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 we've just been disregarded or disrespected so much. It just, you know how you just kind of like, you get used to it. You know what to expect. You know how it feels. You kind of know how to navigate what to do after it happens and how to kind of, shore yourself back up you know what I mean and so we just move forward from that place that has been disregarded and disrespected so much because we don't we, we again we don't want to make waves we don't want to be a problem we don't we don't we, we just we just don't want it could even be we don't want someone to lash out we don't want to be seen as like someone who needs to be shunned or you know things of that nature um I can tell you one of the first memories that I had of not being worth showing up for is by my dad my dad um I've talked about this before but that is one of the my first memories that I can recall as far as like obviously as a child I didn't have language for it you know what I mean the way that I do now but that was like my first, I guess, example of me not being worth showing up for. Okay. Um, so he wasn't present in my life. I'm not sure what happened between him and my mother. I really don't know the specifics even now. Um, and it's really too late to kind of find out really anything from his side because he died maybe 
I don't even know, five, seven, ten years ago. I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. I don't know because I didn't keep up with him. But again, that was one of my first memories of not being worth um, showing up for. Like the people in our lives, they set the example of, of, of how we are to move throughout life, how we are to feel about the world, how we are to feel about ourselves. And whether you're aware or not of, of that, um, I can almost guarantee you that some of the things you're doing, especially if, if you're doing them from a place of um, not operating from a place of being healed, um, a lot of that influence you had comes from your, your caregivers back in the day. Okay, so like in my case, I was abandoned. I was abandoned by someone who was supposed to be there. I was abandoned by someone who was supposed to provide for me. I was abandoned by someone who was supposed to nurture me. I was abandoned by someone who was supposed to protect me. Right. Someone who was supposed to be there. And and what I learned from it, what I, I guess my takeaway from that, again, not really being able to put language to it as a child, right, um, the way that I can now. But I like what I took away is that abandonment, like, like self-abandonment, like this is the way to go. <laughs> like abandoning myself, self-abandonment, like this, this is the way. This is the secret. <laughs> I'm kind of laughing as I say this because it sounds really silly, but, you know, this is just kind of like how our minds work. Like, well, this was the pattern. This is this was what it was. So this is this is the secret sauce. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I'm supposed to like self abandon. I'm that's just what it's supposed to be. I'm not worthy of showing up because I'm not worthy of people showing up for me. Right. So, um, you know, if you have the bandwidth, because I know this can be kind of heavy, but if you have the bandwidth, I want to invite you to, again, take some time with this and journal through, if you can, like your earliest memory, like how I shared one of my earliest, I guess, concepts or memories is that I was abandoned. I was abandoned by someone who was supposed to care for me and love me. Um, journal through like your earliest memory that left you with that impression that you and your needs were ultimately not the priority. I'm going to take my glasses off and take a quick sip of water because, again, it's hot in here. I don't know if I mentioned that before. <laughs> I literally just <laughs> wiped, not wiped, I literally just dropped water all down my boobs. <laughs> um, actually, it was kind of cool and refreshing. Maybe I should do that again. But, um, yeah, take some time and journal through that if, if you have the bandwidth, okay? Um, to do so where it's not going to cause you uh, unmanageable stress you know what I mean or like if you feel like you can go go it alone doing this type of exercise because we're all in different places of what what we have the capacity to do um, but if you haven't thought about it like think about like what were your earliest memories around that around your worth around being uh, some someone that was worth showing up for okay um this person didn't appear in my life so it's not surprising at all that I I tend to not have learned how to be there for myself or if I did like if I did show up for myself it was it was like I mentioned before it was just not the correct thing to do y'all I don't know if that dog barking is going to pick up but again I super super apologize hopefully you can still get get the lesson from this episode okay um 
All right, so I want to give you some ways that you can begin to show up for yourself. These things are going to sound super, super simple, I promise you. But when you think about it, it's like, really? Is it really so simple? Okay, is it really so simple? But before I give you this list, and I have maybe one, two, three, four, I got about, I don't even know, y'all. I was just flowing, so I've got maybe like seven to ten things. I'm going to try to zip through them. But before I do that, I wanted to give you um, those two journal prompts that I mentioned. So I know I gave you the one. So actually, you're getting three journal prompts today. So the first one is kind of like just thinking back on where you first felt like you weren't a priority. Um, and I guess this ties into this actual journal prompt, which is I was going to ask you to, to kind of like think through or journal through what past wounding might be preventing you from showing up for yourself. So I guess they're kind of related. All right. So again, I'll repeat that. What past wounding might be preventing you from showing up for yourself? I'll let you write that down and then I'll give you one more in just a second. If you're still writing. And then the second one I wanted to give you is, in your day-to-day, how would you describe your internal dialogue? In your day-to-day, how would you describe your internal dialogue? I'll say it one more time. In your day-to-day, how would you describe your internal dialogue? So in other words, how do you speak to yourself? Right? If you're worth showing up for, if you were, if it was, if you felt like, you were abandoned, what kind of language do you use when you talk about yourself, when you talk about your experience on a day-to-day? Um, because we can learn a lot by the things that we say to and of ourselves. When we have those internal conversations, those internal conversations are very, very telling. So if you're wondering, what ways am I self-abandoning? Listen to your internal dialogue. That is going to give you a lot of data right there it's free to do um it just takes awareness it just takes awareness and as and and i say that as and it's just so simple just so easy i mean technically it is (laughs) i guess (laughs) but i mean it's not (laughs) if that makes sense it is but it's not right um at least sometimes it's not so it's like what type of internal dialogue what what's kind of conversations are you having with yourself it's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true like the time that i was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points so told me he liked every single tv show that i did but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love like seriously If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body. So I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. 
Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is Strawberry Rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel you deserve a healthier way to unwind head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15 percent off recess mood your go-to alcohol replacement what are you saying about yourself what are you saying to yourself you know what i mean just that awareness is going to take you very far so again in your day-to-day how would you describe your internal dialogue okay Um, What kind of things are you saying? How are you showing up for yourself? How are you supporting yourself? Those two questions alone will give you a lot of data. So now I'm going to give you, again, I I think it's maybe seven to ten things. These are quote unquote super simple things, (laughs) right? Super simple, Um, but they're not. (laughs) They're not super simple. Okay, so these are in no particular order. All right. But some ways that you can begin to show up for yourself include, and this is not an all-inclusive list. I want to make sure that I stress that. But these are just some jump-off points for you to think about, okay? Um, But again, some ways that you can begin to show up for yourself include, number one, keeping your word to yourself. Keeping your word to yourself. And as I go through this list, I want you to think about yourself as a child, okay? Because a lot of these things, again, they, as simple as they sound, a lot of this kind of, or not kind of, actually, a lot of this is in relation or in direct, excuse me, relation to like parenting ourselves or reparenting ourselves, I should say. Reparenting ourselves or unlearning, right? Conditioning that we picked up. So if these sound super easy, 
or, or super simple, it's because technically they are, and technically these are ways that our earliest caregivers um, and and people like people that are were in authority, right? Uh, should have shown up for us, and a lot of times they failed us, one one way or another. Not pointing fingers, not saying it was intentional. A lot of times, these people just did not have the bandwidth themselves. But knowing that, okay, especially this, these things weren't given to you when you were younger, a child, a teen, a young adult, etc. Knowing these things um, really, like, underscores the fact that we have to be able to give these things to ourselves. If you want to heal, this is a part of the work. This is this is a part of the work. Okay? And again, as simple as it sounds, it's not always so easy. So I want you to be gentle with yourself. All right. So again, some ways that you can begin to show up for yourself include, I think I mentioned this before, keeping your word to yourself. This one was a big one for me. Um because there's no trust when you don't keep your word. There's no confidence in yourself. There you know what I'm saying? Like there's there is no having a good relationship with yourself really with without any of these things on the list, but definitely keeping your word. Like how many times have you said, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and then you never do. And then it's like, every time you do that, you lose more faith in yourself. You lose more faith in your worth. You lose more faith in, in, in just who you are. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you're lying to yourself. Not saying that you're intentionally doing that, but it's like, you know, it's like you're lying to yourself. Well, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then that day comes, you don't do it. And it's just like chunking away at your confidence, okay? And what you perceive your worth to be. So if you have uh, a tendency to not keep your word, like if you say, uh, what's something? I'm going to um, I'm gonna start going to the gym every single day. Um, sis, number one, we already know that's a lie. <laughs> At least for me, that's why I don't say it any, anymore because <laughs> I already know it ain't happening. Um, and I do understand that we, 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 we want to do these things, right? We want to do these things for ourselves. But it's like if, if it means the difference between keeping your word or not keeping your word, perhaps one thing that you might want to consider is not making that thing like such a... Um, hard thing to keep up with you know what I'm saying maybe that's one way that you can keep your word to yourself like instead of saying I'm gonna go to the gym every single day for the next six months da, 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 or whatever maybe it's I'm going to go to the gym once a week you know what I mean it's it's probably a little easier to do something like that versus the pressure of uh, I'm gonna go to the gym every single day for the next six months or anything like that okay um, so that's the first thing that I would say. Another thing that you can do is like celebrate the small stuff and small, I'm putting in quote quotations or quotation marks, like celebrating this quote unquote small stuff and allowing yourself to be like amazed and overjoyed and just thrilled by this small stuff. So like AKA hyping yourself up. You remember when you were a kid and you would bring home a picture that you painted, it looked like trash. <laughs> At least in the eyes of adults, but in your precious little baby eyes, this was the most beautiful, heartfelt thing. Like you took your time 
with the glue as you put it on the page carefully and you put those you glued those little circles and squares and cotton and glitter on that page and you took the crayons out and in your best handwriting you wrote like a few little words and because you were going to give this to someone special and you just knew that they were going to appreciate it right so imagine that that person that you gave it to just kind of like crapped on it and they were like oh thanks and, they t and when you got in the car they looked at it they're like oh thanks and they tossed it in the back seat right your little feelings would be hurt right I'm assuming you would be devastated right but it's like it's the same thing to to someone, the person that you gave that to, this is hypothetically speaking, it's just a small, quote unquote, small thing. But to you, their acceptance, their joy, just being thrilled to get this little gift that you made for them, right? It was not small. It was a big, big deal. And you expected them to just like swoon and and just be so tickled and overjoyed by what you gave them, right? I know a lot of times that may not have happened for you but it's okay to celebrate the quote-unquote small stuff like the everyday things and 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 allow yourself to be just over the moon with the fact that you did that you had that you saw that you felt that like whatever it is okay just being so and not in a fake way like I'm I'm being serious when I say this like celebrating the hell out of that small stuff okay that is a way that you can show up for yourself. If you got up and I'm trying to think of something, um, I, I'll I'll take myself for an example. Like for the last few months, I guess I hadn't really been wearing any makeup because I just honestly haven't felt like it. But in the last few weeks, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do something small. I'm gonna put on mascara and a bold lip, and I'm gonna call it a day. And if you go to my Instagram page at Brown Girl Self Care. And you look at my latest um, video from like the last week or two, you will see, honey, that the lips are popping. Because one of those days, coincidentally, I ended up going live. And um, you can see how pretty I looked there. But, um, yeah, just celebrate. Like, and I was I was just like hyping myself up. Like, oh, my God, girl, look at, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> and it's okay to do that. It's okay to celebrate those small little things maybe something small is um trying to think of something that we would consider i guess small maybe it's that you i don't know maybe it's every day you eat out for lunch but you're like you know i really want to start handling my finances a better way and instead of eating out five days last week you brought your lunch for one day out of those five days so the four days you still ate out but one day you brought your lunch I know that we want to beat ourselves up for doing that because it wasn't the reverse you 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 know for example you didn't bring your lunch for four days and go out to eat only one day for lunch you did the reverse right um so we want to beat a, beat ourselves up for those kind of things but that is a small thing bringing your lunch that one time and that is something that's worthy of being celebrated. I don't care what nobody say, okay? So hype yourself up as you um, rec recall doing those little small things and be amazed by them. Like, 
act like those are the best things since sliced bread. It's okay for you to do that, okay? Be your own hype woman, all right? That's going to go a long way in um, showing up for yourself. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, something else that I would do or say, excuse me, is, of course, learning how to set boundaries. We've talked about that quite a bit in the last few months, so I'm not going to go in too deep on that one. But yes, learning how to set boundaries, learning how to say no. That's a way to show up for yourself. Um, another thing that is really important that I would say in this episode to you is to listen to yourself, listen to yourself, listen to your body and honor what you hear. Okay. Don't, don't, don't disregard, you know, what your body is saying or maybe your spirit. Don't, don't disregard what is coming up. You have a moment of clarity or, um, you, you you feel in some kind of way and your emotions like it's okay to honor like listen to yourself listen to your body your body excuse me and honor what message you are receiving okay we are taught to ignore our bodies we are taught to um like in other words if we're in pain it you can't be in pain still gotta work you know what i'm saying like we are taught that it's better to uh ignore disregard pretend it ain't happening, that kind of thing. Listen, it's okay to listen to your body. It's okay to listen to yourself, okay, and honor what you hear, all right? Um, so that's another thing. <clears throat> um, speaking of that, um, like listening to yourself, because, again, a lot of these things I can totally, like, translate them into us acting, like us going back to childhood and identifying ways that, these things were not honored, right? So listening to yourself, listening to your body, learning how to set boundaries. <clears throat> Excuse me, how many times were you told to go hug Uncle So-and-so? Go give Uncle So-and-so a hug. And you, or go give Grandma So-and-so a kiss, okay? But you didn't feel like it. But of course you had to, right? Even though your body was like, ew, no, I don't want to be touched by anybody right now. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to, who knows? I want to go to my room and, watch TV or run around and play in the dirt or I don't really know but um how many of you were forced how many of us were forced to do those things even though our bodies were like nope it's a no for me we had to do it anyway right so yeah that's a way to show up for yourself honor what your body says honor what your intuition says um another one that I want to say is a way for you to show up for yourself is understand that you are not too much you may have been taught or you may have felt like you were too much. Uh, and I'm sorry that the people that were in your circle or in your environment didn't have the capacity to recognize where you were different from them and allow you to just be your authentic self. But instead they had to, the only way they could really handle you or the only way they could really deal with you was to, in essence, Shrink you, minimize you, cut you down, tear you down, bring you de back down to earth, right? Um, but I want you to know that you are not too much. And, and that's another way to show up for yourself. Understanding and acknowledging that you are not too much, okay? Period. Point blank, period. You are not too much, all right? Um, another way to show up for yourself is to be disciplined <clears throat> in healthy ways. And whatever that means for you, for me, it is doing what I can to not only take care of myself on the inside, but also taking care of my body. Being disciplined means going to bed, even though I, when I don't feel like it and I'm fighting it every step of the way, 
Um, being disciplined for me means not drinking too much coffee. Um, being disciplined for me means um, putting down the sweets as often as I can or at least limiting how many sweets I eat. <laughs> There's a lot of ways um, to be disciplined and to do so in healthy, non-harmful ways, okay? So whatever that looks like for you, think about that and, and you know, start baby step your way, one thing at a time, okay? But more discipline is definitely a great way to show up for yourself. Um, I have just a few more, y'all. I told y'all I was flowing. <laughs> um, so we talked about being disciplined. Um, another way that I would say you can show up for yourself is to treat yourself with compassion after you make a mistake. Because you're going to make a lot of mistakes, period. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. I do. I make mistakes every single day. You're going to make mistakes every single day. And unfortunately, a lot of us making simple mistakes meant you got yelled at, you got berated, you got um, physically assaulted, abused, spanked, whatever, you know. Um, there wasn't a lot of compassion, especially with our, our brains being the way that they were when we were developing and things we didn't quite understand or couldn't get a, a, a handle on adult concepts, but you were punished um, if you you didn't or if you made mistakes. There was like no room for compassion. And so a lot of us lack compassion for ourselves. And I, I, I really want us to learn how to treat ourselves with more kindness, more gentleness, kinder words hey shout out to Danny Faust <laughs> she's always talking about just being kind with your words we talk a lot and um, that is like one of her really big uh, pillars um, she has a podcast she was on the show before her podcast is um, oh my gosh she's gonna kill me <laughs> what's the name of her podcast I'm drawing a blank oh my gosh is this what getting older means it's called manifested sis <laughs> Oh my gosh. Treat yourself with compassion. Y'all don't tell Danny that I forgot the name of her podcast, okay? That's just just between me and you. Um, another thing is, and this one might, might sound very, very silly, but I don't care. I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, tell yourself I love you every single day. And reassure, reassure yourself as much as you need, okay? Tell yourself I love you. How many of us grew up in households where love was not on the table? It was not served daily, okay? Um, or our parents, you know, didn't know how we wanted to feel love. They might've shown it in other ways or to the best of their abilities, or they may not have had the capacity to do it at all. And they just were, all they could focus on was just, you know, keeping our head, keeping your head above water. And that's it. There was no room for love. There was no room for compassion. There was no room for softness. There was no room for gentleness. There was no room for hugs. There was no room for a kind smile. There was no room for reassurance. You know what I'm saying? We, again, we have to do these things for ourselves. We have to, this is how you show up for yourself. This is how you do the work. So as, as maybe corny as it may feel initially, or as uncomfortable as it may feel, Tell yourself every single day, I love you, I got you, I, I respect you, I honor you, I, I'm for you, I'm on your team. Like whatever you got to tell yourself, you know what I'm saying? Starting with I love you, I feel like that's really important. I want you to do more of that. Um, another one, another way to show up for yourself is to give yourself permission to, to have and show emotions. Yes, give yourself permission to have and show emotions. We are 
a lot of us, we already know that expressing emotions, you know, was just not, it was not okay. You could not be mad. You could not be sad. You could not be angry. Um, this one was a doozy for me because, and I, and I recognize and acknowledge this because, um, like for my, my daughter back in the day, at least, and sometimes it's still a trigger for me, but like, if she was crying, it would put me, or like if she was sad or she was crying, especially it would put me into an automatic place of like fear and anxiety. It's especially because like, for example, if she called me on the phone and she's crying immediately, and I know this is not a normal response. This is a trauma response. She calls me on the phone. She's crying. Um, I'm immediately transported somewhere. I really don't even know. And I, I can't, it's like I shut down and I, and I get mad. I'm, I get mad because she's crying to me on the phone. You know what I'm saying? That is not a normal response. Uh, I am much, much better now, but that was definitely a pattern for me. And it is still a trigger. It is still something that I'm working through because it puts me into this. I think it kind of, I think it puts me into um, fight or flight mode, honestly. And my adrenaline like immediately starts like pumping super hard. That's the only way I can really describe it to where it would make sense. But, you know, again, it's something that I'm definitely working on. And um, also just sitting with my feelings and emotions, as uncomfortable as that can be. But yeah, give yourself permission to have emotion. Give yourself permission to show emotion. I cry a lot. I've said that before. Simple things make me cry. A sappy movie, a sappy song, the way certain chords um, are played in a song make me cry. I, I'm a crier, and I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, and it took a while for me to get to that place. It took a while for me to get to that place. Like, because it, it me crying was just not a good thing when I was um, younger. Um, another way for you to show up for yourself is, like, find out what you want to do. Okay, find out what you want to do. It could be about a situation and, and, you know, look at it from a perspective of what's good, what's in it for you versus what's good for everybody else all the time. Because we, we always tend to do that, right? Like find out what you want. I remember, um, even something simple, like someone saying, what do you want to eat? I, I would always defer. Well, like, oh, I don't know. Like, what do you want to eat? And it's like, sis, you know you want sushi. It's okay to say you want that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, It's okay to um, find out what you want and put that on the table. It's, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're selfish. It doesn't mean any of those negative things. It's just like, okay, you're, you're a woman who knows herself. You know what you like. You know what you want. And you're not um, afraid to, to have it. Okay? So find out what you want. This is self-awareness. What do you want? And then allow yourself to have it, okay? Um, I swear I just have one or two more, y'all. <laughs> um, another one, another way to show up for yourself is to have an opinion on something and don't be afraid if it goes against the grain. Easier said than done, right? Because I know a lot of times when we have a specific opinion, we feel like we can be attacked for having a different, a differing opinion, right? But it's okay. Have an opinion, um... On something and that is going to require you to relearn yourself because a lot of times if we were yes men and people pleasers we really didn't 
after a certain point, like we didn't even really know what we wanted. We didn't really know who we were, right? We were just kind of like going along, going with the flow. Everything's chill. Everything's fine. Not making waves. But you didn't, so you didn't really know what the hell you really wanted, right? Or you didn't really know what your opinion was because you you knew that you had to agree with the opinions of others to be safe. So you just went along with the flock. You know what I mean? But it's definitely okay to have an opinion on something. It's okay to go against the grain. It's okay to not agree with everyone else. And um, again, that is going to maybe require you to do some some relearning of who you are at your core, what you value, what you like, what you don't like. Just like having more autonomy over your thoughts and opinions, okay? And And also relearning what it feels like to use your voice especially in opposition of others okay and that one can be very hard and then the very last one I swear <laughs> is um I'm looking at my note here it says any area of your life that you felt neglected I want you to pull out your uno reverse card and allow yourself to do or experience the opposite okay so don't tell me you've never played Uno before. <laughs> that is a game where black people are going to fight. Okay, I don't care how young you are, how old you are. <laughs> Uno, it really cards in general. <laughs> I have the hiccups because I'm laughing so much. And I think about all the times that I played Uno and just held on to them skip cards, them draw fours and draw twos. Like I said, Uno is a game where you, like, you know you're about to fight. Or tables are going to be flipping. <laughs> but um, seriously though, any area of your life that you felt, where you felt like you were neglected, I want you to pull out that Uno reverse card and allow yourself to do or experience the opposite. I'm not saying that you can go back in time, obviously, and change the past. It's not that. But it's like, I feel like a lot of times there were parts of us or experiences where we felt neglected in uh, so many ways right? Um, that it's okay to, of course, you can't necessarily really pull out that Uno card, go back in time, reverse how things happen and all that stuff. But in those areas where you felt like you were neglected, where you felt like parts of you were not honored, they were ignored, they were discounted, they were disrespected, uh, you know, those kind of things, you're an adult now. You're a whole adult now. And you have permission to do those things for yourself, Okay. And I'm saying that because I know that I left a lot of things off of this list. There's only so much time that we have. But think about your own life. Think about your own personal excuse me, personal history, personal experiences, and things of that nature. Where did you feel neglected? Where did you feel neglected? Where did you feel unheard? Where did you feel unseen? Okay, it could be in a variety of circumstances. But I want you to allow yourself to honor those parts and, and do or experience a lot. Put yourself, set yourself up in a place where you can experience the opposite of how you felt when you felt neglected however many years ago. Could have been a year ago. Could have been 10 years ago. Could have been 50 years ago. Like, you know, but any area of your life where you felt you just were not, your humanity wasn't honored, you were neglected. I want you to give yourself permission to do the opposite or experience the opposite, okay? All right, so I've given you like a 50-11, 50-11 things to kind of think about. 
I've given you two or three journal prompts. Um, and again, I will send those out this week, <clears throat> excuse me, in the newsletter. So in case you didn't have a chance to write, excuse me, I have something in my throat. I apologize. Um, if you didn't have the chance to jot them down, I'm going to send those to you in the newsletter this week. And again, if you are on my Patreon, um, hey girl, hey, I will give you the full list of, I think there was like a total of six journal prompts um, for you to kind of like sit with and just think through. Nothing, nothing, um, like you can do them the way that you, you, excuse me, you can do them the way that you see fit, right? You want to journal through them, journal through them. If you just want to sit with them for a few minutes, just kind of like reflect on them, do that. You know what I mean? It's really entirely, entirely up to you. Okay. All right. Or as Matthew McConaughey says, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to put this iPad down and wrap up this show. Let me just take a quick sip of water, y'all. <laughs> water is life. How is your water consumption going, sis? Y'all still drinking your water? I hope so. All right, so questions, comments. Um, I'm going to do my best also to put a poll. So if you listen to this episode on Spotify, go this week and answer this week's poll. I don't know what it is yet because I didn't plan this in advance. <laughs> but the poll should be up sometime on Monday or Tuesday morning at the latest. And it will be open for about 7 to 10 days. So the, you'll have a limited time to go and respond to this week's poll. Um, and shout out to you all who so far 25 people responded to last week's poll. We were talking about devices and things like that. Oh, no, no, excuse me. We're talking about asking, do you ask yourself why you do the things that you do? And it's interesting because... It was literally almost split down the middle. Let me see if I can go to it really, really quickly here. I hadn't planned on doing this, by the way, but I'm going to do it anyway because this is my podcast and I can do what I want. <laughs> so um, let's look at the poll. So, so far, last week's poll, 28 of you have voted. Thank you so much for voting. This really just tickles my fancy. And the question was, do you ask yourself why, quote unquote, why, before making decisions? Um, again, 28 people so far have voted 12, almost 50% of you. So let's see, 42.9% of you said, I sure do. 42.9% of you said, Hmm, sometimes maybe. <laughs> and 14% said I haven't yet. But the fact that the I sure do's and the Hmm, sometimes are the exact same number that's so interesting to me. Like my inner nerd totally geeked out when I saw those percentages. So in any case, thank you so much for um, taking part in last week's poll. And if you want to take part in this week's poll, it will again be up, if not on Monday, Tuesday at the absolute latest. Um, and also, if you want to connect with me always feel free to email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that's connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at browngirlselfcare.com. Um, yeah, that's all I got. This episode actually went longer than I anticipated, but, you know, sometimes that's just what it be. I greatly appreciate you showing up with me every single week the way that you do. As we continue navigating this tricky, sometimes 
almost impossible feeling, but sometimes also really amazing and and beautiful. Isn't it crazy how it can just feel like depending on, you know what I'm saying? It can feel so different, but yeah, this journey so far has just been, it's it's been a lot. But I'm just glad that you're here with me as we navigate this together and um, we continue resisting, we continue um, just looking at self-care as uh, not only an act of resistance, but something I was thinking of lately is self-care is not only an act of resistance, but it's also like an, an act of rebellion. It really is because especially when you tie it to like trauma and the things that kind of like occurred with trauma, it's just, maybe it's a conversation for another time, but it's, to me, it's looking more so also like an active rebellion, right? A righteous rebellion. I love that. It's a righteous rebellion. <laughs> Felt that one in my spirit, so I went with it. So, um, yeah, but that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for being with me for this hour today. Have a blessed week, and I will see you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. <laughs>